Well, welcome back to the National Hurricane Center. I'm Ken Gray. I'm right here in the operations area where the, the hurricane specialists behind me are still continuing to watch uh, Hurricane Florence. Latest information on the wall, 130 miles an hour, so still a major hurricane. You can see well-formed well formed eye and a well-formed structure also around this hurricane. And we've looked at tropical storm force winds extending about 170 miles out. So a few changes in the forecast from, from yesterday, a little bit of a leftward movement with the system. But what's consistent still is that slowdown. So we Look at, with time, the track here, never focusing just on that track, looking at these impacts. But what you can do is look at, this is Friday at 2 o'clock in the morning, Saturday and Sunday, not a lot of movement with the system. And that makes our impacts that much worse with time. And let's look at some of those impacts with time. Rainfall is going to be one of them. When you have a slow system like this, it allows more time for the rain, more time for the surge to be pushed into areas inland. And we're going to look at that as well. But look at this latest forecast, 20 to 40 inches of rain, not just offshore, but portions of uh, coastal Carolina as well. And stretching inland, 10 to 15 inches of rain over portions of South Carolina and North Carolina. So we talked about it a lot yesterday about shifts in the track could cause these values to go in either direction with time. And we saw that shift to the south overnight. So just because you're right here at the edge doesn't mean you're out of the woods in these systems because some of these values could easily move towards your area. So that's where we need to be ready for not only that coastal rain, but also that inland rain as well that could be dangerous, especially over terrains. Let's look at the dangerous storm surge. We do have storm surge warnings up for portions of South Carolina, up through most of North Carolina. Any one of those areas could definitely get over three foot of storm surge, highly dependent on the track. Not every place gets that, but this is potentially what could happen depending on the track. But look at these values, two to four feet around Charleston, four to nine here, nine to 13 on, on the Carolina coast. These are large values of storm surge. And the longer the system waits around, it's going to push that water even further inland. But well to the north, you can't focus just on the center of the system. Well to the north, you're going to have storm surge miles and miles away. You could be 40, 50, 60, 70 miles away and still get some of these storm surge values. And I do want to look at it because I think it's important to really fully understand what happens in these situations. Look at the storm surge, just picking out a portion of the coast here. And the longer we wait around, the more time there is to push water in places like the Pamlico Sound, where you can, these rivers are normally flowing in this direction, the Noose River that drains the areas. But in a strong system like this, you push water inland and the water actually reverses and you push water into these areas and you burn up towards Greenville. As far as Wilmington, you get some of this storm surge. So it's not just confined to these barrier islands and the coast. The longer the system hangs around, and that's what it looks like is going to happen here, you can start getting this water pushed further in and it's the winds that just keep pushing that water inland. So remember... Storm surge could reach far inland. You have to be careful of that and be prepared. Listen to those local officials. If they're telling you to evacuate, you have to listen to them. This is a dangerous situation. These values are, are very large with the storm surge and the rainfall. And the longer the wind hangs around with those saturated soils, you get the danger of the trees falling in a prolonged power outage. This has been Ken Graham at the National Hurricane Center.